If world-class river activities, hiking through ancient lava flows, or biking through scenic mountain forests is of interest to you, this episode is for you. Bend, Oregon is the subject of episode 135 of The Family Vacationer, and it starts right now. Welcome to The Family Vacationer with Rob and Danny, Danny. the go-to podcast for families on the move. Welcome, friends. I'm Rob, and welcome to episode 135 of The Family Vacationer. Today, we are heading to the magnificent city of Bend, Oregon, where stunning landscapes meet a vibrant cultural scene. Bend is a place where families can immerse themselves in the wonders of nature while also indulging in the warmth of a friendly community. Now, in the winter months, the resort on the mountain offers skiing, tubing, dog sledding, and snowshoeing. In the summertime, it's home to mountain biking, hiking, disc golf, scenic rides on the chairlift. You can go up and play or enjoy the mountain from afar. So year-round, this town in Central Oregon offers opportunities to enjoy the outdoors and the amazing climate. Joining me today to talk more about Bend are Tana Fenske and Kevney Dugan. Tana is the PR and Communications Manager for Visit Bend, and Kevney is the CEO for Visit Bend. Tana, Kevney, welcome to the show. Thanks so much. Yeah, thanks for having us. <laughs> Glad to have you. So let's give the elevator pitch first. What makes Bend, Oregon a unique and family-friendly destination for travelers? Yeah, I'll, I'll take a crack at it and let uh, Tana fill in what I missed. But, you know, for me, it's really the incredible diversity of what families are able to do here. Obviously, we're known for, a, a, you know, recreational hotspot. Mm-hmm. And in those spaces, you know, the the ability for a young kid to get out and and maybe go for his first mountain bike rides or mountain bike trails are very friendly. Uh, but if you're not into outdoor recreation, the places like the High Desert Museum or or the state parks that surround us for a quick walk, um, it's just so full of opportunity that really no matter what a family is interested in, they're going to find something they love. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, just just to piggyback on that, I mean, it, most people do come here for the outdoor rec, for the hiking or the rafting or the skiing. But yeah, we have tons of amazing museums. If you are a family where mom and dad are really into the Bendale Trail, we have so many family friendly breweries where kids can just run and play on the grass. And, you know, mom and dad enjoy a craft beer and, you know, afterwards go catch a show or a, a live concert or just any number of things there are to do. Sure. Well, you touched on some of them, but let's hit the highlights. What are some of the top outdoor activities and attractions that families can enjoy? You know, it depends on the time of year that you're visiting. And Bend is really such a great year-round destination. I mean, if you're coming here in, you know, March, for instance, you can, all in one day, you can go golfing, you can go mountain biking, you can go skiing, you can go hit our whitewater park. You see people out there surfing on these these waves on the river go on the side of the bank. I mean, there's just so much stuff that you can do outdoors pretty much any time of year. Um, so yeah, outdoor rec, like, like I said, is kind of the, the year round attraction, just no matter when you're visiting. Yeah. And I think that's really like, that's the difference for us. I would say, you know, when you, when you look at other mountain towns or other outdoor rec towns, as, as Tana alluded to, there's just, it's everything. It is from playing in the river and, and rafting and, and being at the surf wave to hiking, mountain biking, trail running, skiing. Um, it, it literally has everything. And I think that's what really drove my family and I to find a love of this place was right. we're all passionate about different things and, and everybody has the, you know, their, their unique thing they love. Um, and I have yet to find a community that literally offers it all. 
um i mean i'm just always amazed disc golfing like i mean just <laughs> sports that don't do or activities that i don't do yeah people about and they rave about the quality of whatever that thing is here in Bend and how accessible it is to go out and participate in. Mm -hmm. I think one cool thing, Kevney and I have both been our long timers at Visit Bend. So I've been here uh, almost 14 and you're 15, 15. now. Um, and so, you know, we've both been able to kind of evolve with the place and, and our kids have grown up here and just th those different activities for different age levels that are fun. Like, you know, when my kids were little, it was about taking a bottle of bubbles up to the top of Pilot Butte and blowing <laughs> Facing them around and uh you know now that they're my they're now 17 and 21 and uh it's about like going out and floating the river we just took my 21 year old to his first beer fest and it was just like this cool <laughs> i remember when you were nine years old and we were going on a hike together so it's just yeah this this wide range of fun things to do for all ages we do have a lot of families that hike that listen so can you recommend some of the hiking trails or the scenic spots that they don't want to miss when they're in bend I, yeah, I mean that, I love that conversation because if you ask 20 people in this community, what their favorite would be, <laughs> you get 20 different answers. Um, I mean, my, I, I have some very simple ones. There's, there's ones like Lucky Lake, which is sort of out along the Cascade Lakes highway, which is a, is a pretty simple mile, mile and a half without a whole lot of elevation gain. And I have a son who loves to fish. And at the end of it, you've got this amazing lake that he can fish and play in and, and we just go up and hang out. And it's a really easy, uh, attainable hike that at the end, the payoff is amazing. And I think, again, like I know we're going to keep beating this drum, but, you know, not everything has to be four to six miles and, and millions of miles vertical. Like it can just be a simple mile and a half hike and you end up with an amazing little lake that's pristine, largely untouched. And you really feel like you're out in the wilderness. <laughs> I think one of my favorites, you know, probably 10 years ago, um, I was tasked with going out and exploring the Newberry National Volcanic Monument, which is maybe 35, 40 minutes from here. Um, and it was just, I threw the kids in the car and it was just this full day of exploring the these glittering obsidian fields and skipping rocks in this crystal blue water of Polina Lake and hiking to a hot springs. And it was just like all the volcanic rock and everything. And it was just this awesome, epic day of hiking and playing and grabbing a burger at the, at the um, Polina Lake Lodge. And I mean, there's just so much to explore. And I think kids especially really love that volcanic stuff. Like, oh, hey, okay, kids, you know, we're yeah. on a, a ancient volcano the size of Rhode <laughs> Island. It's just, it, it'll blow their little minds. <laughs> yeah. Well, for families with younger kids, are there any specific events or activities that take place in Bend throughout the year that families might be interested in? Yeah, I mean, I you know, I think about my kids who are who are now nine and eleven, so we're sort of coming out of that younger. But I think this is something Tana mentioned earlier. You know, we have festivals almost every weekend throughout the year, and so the ability to balance maybe we get outside and go play in the river, but then come downtown to the, you know the Ben Summer Fest or or all the other sort of festivals that take place throughout the year. Um, it's it's just amazing for that, like the the balance of being outside and then coming back downtown and. I, don't, I feel like I drive around town and every weekend there's something going on somewhere with the bouncy houses set up, food <laughs> car, you know, that, that really fun experience. And, and sometimes I forget how simple it is for kids. Like, you know, yeah. you throw a bouncy house along the river and they think they've gone to heaven. You know, I mean, it's just, it's, it's amazing how that is just part and partial with the culture here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You'll, I mean, in the dead of winter, you'll, you know, you take the kids out sledding or skiing or, or, you know, on a sled dog ride and then, 
come back into town and you'll find fire pits blazing at all these different outdoor restaurants that are still, you know, embracing that outdoor door culture, even when it's, you know, freezing outside. And it's just this magical winter wonderland. So it's, a lot of people, I think, think of Bend as a big summer destination. And certainly we are. But, you know, year round, you can find something fun like that to do for families. Awesome. Well, for teenagers or for the adrenaline junkies in the family, <laughs> what activities would you recommend in the area? I'll let you kick that one off. <laughs> yeah, mine are a little older and, and they really enjoy it. So um, some of my favorite summer stuff with the kids have been uh, the Polina Plunge, which is kind of this odd little um, mix up of it's a it's a tour and you um, it combines mountain biking and sliding in these natural water slides. And my kids and I did this probably 10 years ago. And to this day, they still talk about it. It was one of their favorite summer activities. Um, when my oldest turned 16, he did bungee jumping. That was kind Ooh. of a fun. <laughs> mm. There's a zip line at Mount Bachelor in the uh, summertime that's kind of fun. And Mount Bachelor being the ski hill. So, of course, you always have, you know, snowboarding and um skiing and all of those kinds of adrenaline fueled activities um in the summertime there's whitewater rafting is a big one um right. we do that all the time yeah and i think one that um, sometimes uh goes overlooked but arguably is is the thing we're best at is climbing you know i think okay a lot of times you hear ben talked about in the realm of being a mountain bike trail running hiking destination which it most certainly is mm -hmm. but with climbing circles smith rock and some of the climbing areas uh, locally due to the type of rocks we have the climbing is incredible here and in world-class climbers from all over the world end up descending on bend especially during the winter months when it's not so hot and the rock's not too hot to climb um that's a very popular activity so again one of the things i love about that question is we are so good at the very simple go off for a mile hike go quit a quick mountain bike ride in but if you want to take it to that next level right. that's all well, and the, the great thing too about like he's talking about the climbing, you know, you, the, personally, I'm not a climber, but you think about that and it's just like, we have so many great climbing outfitters that are so good at making it really accessible to families. So even if you have people who are a little afraid of heights, people who have never done it before, they'll walk you through it. They'll, you know, suit you up, they'll get you all the equipment. They'll make it uh, something that's approachable and not so scary, even for first timers. Um, and, you know, if the weather doesn't cooperate, we have a ton of indoor climbing gyms, so you can kind of get your feet wet that way. Um, just an example of one of those sports that could sound a little bit scary and Ben has a way of making it approachable to all ages and abilities. Great. Now we talk a lot on the show about engaging culture when we're visiting different towns. What are the best ways that families can, can have their kids engage the culture of Bend and the history of Bend? Yeah, I think the one I always go back to, there's actually two that I'll highlight. Um, the Confederated Tribes of Warm Springs, which is just north uh, of us, but historically, you know, we're operating on those ceded lands. Um, they've got the Warm Springs Museum, which is a great place. And we encourage a lot of our visitors to, to, to take that pit stop and just educate themselves about the history here. There's incredible history around some of the oldest kitchens and oldest sort of communities were found around Newberry Volcanic national mountain monument some of the areas tana was talking about and i also think the high desert museum which is just south of bend in between here and sun river also does an incredible job of making sure there's there's indigenous representation which in their within their art exhibits and and that we as a community are remembering that past and not hiding from that past but i think 
those are two really great ways for people coming into this community, which is obviously transformed in a lot of ways to make sure they're learning the history of this place. Um, because we most for, certainly were not the first to enjoy all that it offers. Right. Yeah, I think um, another museum on the museum front, the uh, High Desert Museum uh, has been around since the 80s. Um, so I've actually been going there since I was a young kid myself. Um, and it's got, it also touches on, um, they have many exhibits that are, um, that spotlight some of the local indigenous tribes. There um, is a kind of an operational sawmill. There's a lot of just natural history. They have a lot of, um, wildlife that's been rescued that's not able to be rehabilitated and sent back out into the wild and so it's a chance to learn about raptors and um otters and some of the different natural wildlife that's that's local to this area um it's it's just a really really cool attraction i i think sometimes people think about museums and it's like i'm not i don't want to go drag my kids through a boring museum and our museums in bend just look a lot different they're they're a part of the the natural history the wildlife the the culture and, and then again, just things that make, make it all kind of approachable to kids. Yeah. Yeah. We talk a lot about that. My kids, my wife, they're not big into history. I am. So there are times that I have to either bribe them or trick them <laughs> into some of the more cultural uh, things, but uh, it's worth it to get them, you know, just to see, we talk a lot also about, you know, when we're visiting different towns, COVID really kind of, brought this to the forefront of my mind you know you're visiting a beautiful place you're enjoying it but it's it's somebody's home right and so you want to do more than just consume it be there you know you want to actually engage with locals and learn more about it so any way we can do that's great um and now we have reached my favorite part of the show when we talk about food so what are the restaurants in bend that families absolutely must put on their list <laughs> Go for it. Oh, <laughs> food, is, food is my favorite too. Uh, so, I mean, a big one, I think for me, Ben is, has so many food cart pods and um, it's just, I think that's one of my favorite things is to take kids to these different, like um, there's one called Midtown Yacht Club uh, mm. that has six different um, spots there ranging from um, sushi to vegan to, so everybody in the family can get something different and everybody's kind of gathering in the communal areas. Um, yeah. Another Cart uh, area is called Podski. I think that's one of my favorites. And I have a kid who's vegetarian. And so they have another just really awesome, one of my favorite vegetarian food carts in town, along with like fresh seafood and burgers and Thai food and a little of everything. And, you know, again, just that open space where kids can kind of frolic while everybody's gathering. Um, and it, yeah, it's just a really cool way to get a, a sense of the place, the vibe of the community while you're dining. Um, gosh, I'm trying to think of some other. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think I think what I would add to the conversation is, you know, in the you know, Tana alluded that we have both been here 14, 15 years at, at, at Visabend, how the food scene has evolved mm -hmm. over those 14, 15 years, you know, into these food cart pods to much better like higher end dining that has mm -hmm. come on Rancher Butcher Chef or Bosa. Um, you know, but even those places do a wonderful job of working with families. I can't think of a single restaurant in this community that would not welcome a family of four with a four and five-year-old. Like, you know, they all understand that while it's great to have good food and great food and good wine and all the things, that this community is really a family community and we need to make sure our experiences cater to everyone. And so it's just really cool to see that happen. Yeah. Uh, that you can have both great food and engage your family at the same time. 
a lot of restaurants too focus on locally sourced food, which is, you know, we, we're in the high desert, so it's not like we bend specifically as a as an agricultural community in quite the same right. way that the state are. So it's really impressive when a lot of these local restaurants go out of their way to source things locally, like Jackson's Corner is another really good example of a restaurant that I think is doing a great job bringing in a lot of locally sourced things. And it's also got just a great family-friendly kind of community vibe to it. Yeah. Um, that's a nice one. Um, you know, I, I've mentioned the Bend Ale Trail before, and I think a lot of people don't necessarily think of that being a family-friendly um, experience, but like Bend Brewing Company is one of my favorites um, just to grab a local pint. Um, and they have a really great kids menu. And this time of year, just a wide open space with picnic tables. They're right on the river. Kids can run around and check things out. Um, moms and dads can just sit and visit. And it, it's just, yeah, really cool vibe and awesome food. Ice cream, because that's also a favorite. Ooh. Yes, always room for ice cream. <laughs> we have a, a gelato place actually just a block from here, our our office that's um, Ponta Gelato, and they have so many good flavors. And this time of year, that's that's kind of one of my family's favorite go-tos. And yeah. then uh, goodies, ice, uh, ice cream and chocolates. That's another, they've been here a really long time. What, since probably the 80s? Yeah. Um, and lots of just, you know, old-fashioned ice cream sundaes and sodas mm-hmm. and tea and that kind of thing. So Can't go wrong there. <laughs> now I'm well, hungry. Yeah, yeah, really. So in the the vacation trinity of questions, you know, what do we do? Where do we eat? The third one is where do we stay? So what are some family-friendly accommodations that you could recommend in Bend? Yeah, I mean, again, I can't think of one that doesn't cater to it, but I, I think a lot about, um, you know, the Old Mill District, which is a, uh, a great story of back in the timber era's um, it used to be where the logging mill was and he couldn't access the river and then a developer refurbished it and brought it back to life. And now there's a a series of hotels, uh, the Hampton Inn and the Hilton Garden Inn and others in that area. And that just puts you in great proximity to be able to enjoy the river and the river trail right. and the dining and all those things. And I think, you know, staying close to downtown or in the old mill district um, makes it as much of a car-free experience as possible, mm-hmm. which is really cool. And it's something yeah. you and offers that you could park your car and spend an entire weekend walking no more than a mile and have a great time. And so uh, those those come to mind. And then there's also some really, really cool independently owned properties like the Wall Street Suites, mm-hmm. uh, which is sort of a, a refurbished old motel that that puts, you know, people put some elbow grease into and is an amazing uh, property. So it's, I don't, I, again, that, that conversation about like, it's got a little bit of everything. Those are the ones that come to mind. If I was a family looking to come to Bend, I would, I would think first about location in the community and it's hard to pass up downtown or the old mill district. I think I'll throw in there that uh, my family, we always look for swimming pools. That's a big thing for my kids. Uh, <laughs> right. Lodge camps um, is kind of a nice one. It feels like it's, it, I've always kind of uh, likened it to an outdoor summer camp. So it's got this, you know, pool, hot tub. It's another one of those ones that was an older motel that got refurbished, but they also have fun things like some of the rooms have bunk beds for kids and some of them, all of them have hammocks strung from the ceiling. So the kids love to play in those. Um, The house is another property that has a pool, a couple of pools that, uh, that families usually tend to like. Um, And I even saw just piggybacking your bunk, uh, bunk bed notion, the river house just redid a whole bunch of rooms mm -hmm. with bunk beds. So again, I think it's interesting as we see redevelopment happen that there is such a priority on families and all that discussion. Mm-hmm. One for a, like a little bit more budget friendly, um, the camp campfire hotel. 
It's one of our properties on third street. Again, another kind of refurb thing. Um, cool, but just, yeah, tends to be just a little bit more budget friendly, but still just a really cool kind of hip vibe. And they, I mean, just the little perks that they'll throw in there, like there are guitars that you can borrow. So if you have a musical kid in the family or mom or dad happens to play guitar, you know, you can kind of sit around the fire pit and strum and grab some food on site and splash in the pool. I mean, there's just a, a lot to do even on the property itself. And then, you know, stroll into town and see what's happening. Yeah. A lot of towns, their personalities change when the weather changes. So can you just talk about Bend summertime, Bend winter in the wintertime, kind of how that's different. Obviously it's going to be different, but what the personality change looks like. Yeah, it's interesting. Like I never thought about it from the perspective of personality change. Cause I think you know, when you're so driven by outdoor recreation and those pursuits, the, the attitudes tend to be one of fun and looking for adventure and seeking adventure. And so I think the biggest change is, is what that activity is. And again, we, there's sort of a joke here locally, you know, no matter what time of year, you're going to pack your car full of all the toys. And in the winter that's skis and snowboards and, and fat bikes. And in the summer it's, it's paddle boards and mountain bikes and, and those things. So I think it's, I think we just see a, a change in uh, what's on the back of a car more than a, more than a personality. Gotcha. Uh, just really cool to see, but it, I I don't know. I I coming from Michigan originally, I have always loved four seasons, and I just couldn't. I don't envision myself not living there. And I think the moment I sort of get fatigued by the warmth of summer or the activities of summer, you know, fall shows up and that is a whole nother season and the ability to get into the high mounds before the snow starts to come down. And then winter shows up as soon as fall's done. It just, it, it feels like every morning you wake up here, it's slightly different and it's slightly new. Yeah. And that's all sickly. What's the word? This, this cyclical, cyclical <laughs> nature of our season is, I think it's the magic, Yeah, you yeah. know, every time I, we talk to visitors who are repeat visitors, and maybe they've only been here in the summer. And in the moment you say, hey, why don't you come back in October and check out the changing uh, colors of the leaves and the larch. And and they 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 come back and they're like, it, it feels so different. Yeah. But so amazing in a new way that I, I don't know. Like, I, I might be overthinking the personality piece, but I think it's truly like, people come with that same personality. They just get a freshness and newness because of how the seasons change. Mm hmm. I think, I mean, I alluded to it earlier. We are definitely, you know, our peak tourism season is, you know, May, June, July, August, September. Um, that's when a lot of families come when kids are out of school. Right. But, you know, there are a lot of places that, that pe where people travel here that are on your round school calendars and their vacations are a little bit different. And so it is, you know, you'll see these little spikes where people come, you know, for a ski holiday or whatever. I, I think it's kind of neat. Those shoulder seasons when it's just a little bit quieter are my favorite time to be in Bend just pretending to be a tourist because it's, you know, it's easier to get into restaurants. It's a little bit quieter. It sometimes yeah. it feels like, you know, different places to yourself than the parks and the just things like that that you can go and explore at all times of year. They'll, they'll just take on a completely different perspective if you see it in November versus July. Yeah. Yeah. Four seasons must be nice. We have a half day of what's considered fall here in the south <laughs> and uh yeah that's all we get but uh all right before i let you both go i'm going to put you on the spot what are your personal favorite places to visit in bend and then when you have family and friends visit where do you take them <laughs> um i'll go first uh you know i think 
in talking talked about this when Newberry Crater in the National Monument is it's magical. Um, I'm an avid trail runner and and run probably farther than most, but it's just got something for everyone. There's there's the hikes around Plina Lake that you can do as a family and get to Plina Peak. The fishing's incredible. The camping's incredible. Uh, the vibe of sitting at East Lake Resort and having a burger, even though it may not be the best burger in the world, it tastes like the best burger in the world <laughs> in that moment. Um, I think that to me is just that that sort of sums up Oregon in yeah. terms of what it offers. And um, it's incredible. But I would also be lying if I didn't just mention the river trail through town. I mean, I I leave the office and enjoy that. And something so simple, I, I constantly am pinching myself that, you know, 30 seconds from the office or 30 seconds from downtown, kids are swimming in the river, they're jumping off bridges, they're playing on the rocks, they're fishing. Um, and it's just pure joy. And it just is so refreshing to have that so close to town. Um, it's just at your fingertips at any moment. <laughs> I'm going to say my when I have people into town, if they're coming in the summertime, I will almost always take them up Pilot Butte, which is the dormant uh, cinder cone that I mentioned earlier, just because it's a great way to get oriented and you're seeing all of town. Um, when my kids were little, we'd take bubbles and they'd chase them. And now it's just fun to go up there. You can see all the different mountain peaks and kind of look and there's bragging rights for climbing a dormant volcano. It's just a kind of a cool hike for anybody that's, you know, mobility challenged. You can actually drive up the, to the top of it. Um, so that's kind of a fun one just for orientation's sake. Right. I love floating the river with the family. That's kind of a you just it's a pretty easy, simple thing. You can either rent floaties or bring your own and just tool along slowly on the river. Uh, in wintertime, I just really love snowshoeing. I'll I'll take anyone snowshoeing who comes out here. And that's there are so many um, both you know family friendly trails and dog friendly. Like Edison Snow Park is one of my personal favorites, and I can take the kids and the dogs and just go out there and traipse through this winter wonderland. Um, that's kind of one of my all time favorite. For more information on visiting Bend, Oregon, consult your travel agent and go to visitbend.com. Tana, Kevin, thank you so much for coming on the show today and talking about your beautiful city. Thank you having us yeah thank you <laughs> hey everyone if you're ready to plan your next family vacation call my dad he would love to help you as a certified travel agent he never charges a fee to help you plan your vacation email him at rjones at starstufftravel.com get started planning your vacation today well that does it for this week's show join us next week as we take a look at post falls idaho till next time Thank you for listening to The Family Vacationer. Make sure and subscribe to hear more of Rob and Danny.